All right. Davey Love in the house. We are broadcasting from Royal Fox Studio 415 Howe Ave, Shelton, Connecticut. And we got a big show for you tonight. But let me introduce you to the cast of characters. Are you ready? Yes, we are. All right. So thank ready. You. Across from me, from the city of New York, Manhattan, Laura Merrill. Give it up. Hi, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. And next to her, guest co-hosting for the first time, give it up for my man, Colton Bloom. It's crazy. It's crazy. And we have Tim Palmieri in the house. Give it up for him. He's our guest tonight. One time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let me give it up for our sponsors, the ones that pay the bills here. First, sh- first one is, you know, I kind of feeling stressed, but good thing I took some CBD from The Remedy, 43 North County Road, Wallingford, Connecticut. Hit them up at theremedy.care if you're lazy. You need a, you know, vape. You need, like, some rub. You need anything. They even have sexual stimulants coming soon with uh, CBD in there, which you I ha- don't know how you'd want to make your schlong relax. That you, would not be good. You had me at rub. <laughs> <laughs> Also, tonight's show is sponsored by Fitness Swank. Active wear, active wear. Makes your booty look good, ladies. That's right. Laura's got some. She's ready to rock it at the gym. And Lou even has a sports bra. Sweet Lou from Royal Fox has a sports bra. All right. Colton, you like coffee? I love coffee. You like coffee? Tim, you like coffee? Sure. Laura, you like coffee? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. High AF coffee. Brought to you by our good friend Alexis Fox. Resourced, main source. It's the best coffee around. They have it all. HighAFCoffee.com. Get yourself some. They are awesome. Tonight we have a big show. We got a lot to go over. Uh, Tune in. All right, guys. Welcome to tonight's show. We have Tim Palmieri in the house. Hi, guys. How you doing? Great. Thanks for having me. All right. Um... So you joined Lotus. That I have. Was, that you have. And you start when after September, correct? Yeah, mid-September. Mid-September. Now, I have like, um, I've known you for a while, playing in Kung Fu, sitting in with everyone and all your amazing uh, work as a musician and helping out with the community. But it always cracks me up. You're the only dude that jam band fans fight over which band you're in. It is like, it's crazy as hell. <laughs> oh no, man, he's in breakfast first, bro. Don't forget, man. True story, yeah. No, no, bro, it's psychedelic breakfast. You got it wrong, man. They like fight over it. It's like an ongoing fight. It's like the opposite of like Reply Guys, you know? Reply Guys, put it, the girl puts up the thirst trap, Reply Guys jump right in. You, you're, you have Reply Guy hippie fans, you know, jam band fans. Hmm. It's all my fault. I have multiple uh, uh, musical personality disorder. (laughs) (laughs) How many? So, how many bands is it exactly? I I know a lot of them, but I I I want to hear from you. See if you even remember them all. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, psychedelic breakfast. Yep. Turned into the breakfast. That was my first one straight out of high school. Okay. And then um, you know, then there's always been tribute bands because we'd grow up playing this music together in high school. Just you know. Like the Good Time Boys, right? Yeah. Shout out to Dave Peck. Shout out to MK Devo. Yeah. That's our Red Hot Chili Pepper tribute. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I have a Santana tribute that's playing Westport this Thursday. Oh, nice. nice. Called Borboletta. Where are you guys playing? 
the Levitt Pavilion. Ooh. Yeah, I'm excited. So, I mean, you know, as much as it's a band, we, we play once a year, maybe twice a year. Right. Still an entity of me or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, all of us. Then I have Kung Fu, Funk Fusion Band. Yeah. Started, what, 09, I guess. And then uh, what else do we got? I have a Zappa band, Frank Zappa tribute band called the Z3. Oh, yeah. What, what? number are we at? Five, okay. I think. Bill I'm Carbone. Blonde. I could be Shout wrong. out to Bill Carbone. <laughs> Shout out to Billy. And Bo Sasser. Uh, who... Did I, did I name them all? Do you know the answer to this? And then Lotus. Now. And then now Lotus. Right. Yeah. And now Lotus. Six. <laughs> okay. Right. Six bands. Six wow. bands. So which one are you mainly in? Do you play the most in? Well, I guess Kung Fu took most of our time the last ten years. Right. You know, Breakfast was the the first ten, and then Kung Fu, and then everything else is just peppered in in between touring and whatnot. Right. But then I'm also doing the solo acoustic thing, so I'm in that band or whatever. The Beatles brunch. Oh, then we got Beatles brunch. Yep. Yeah, I had a Beatles A to Z. Damn. So, yep. Tim, you are a busy guy. <laughs> you are a busy guy. That's why I'm like sweating right now. I'm already sweating for you know some band that I haven't <laughs> learned the material for this week. And I'm like, oh god, what music do I have to? <laughs> the Santana tribute's called Borboletta, correct? It is. All right, now why won't you guys ever play Winning? Uh, from Santana. I don't know that song. Oh my God! You don't know winning. I don't. We have to play that soon. It's well, amazing. Really what what record? I don't know it either. This is from like the '80s. You would never even know <laughs> that it, that it's from Santana. Is um, it your favorite song, Dave? It is. It okay. is from Santana. It is. I didn't even know he sang it. I would have guessed that was your third favorite song. <laughs> Trust me, you're gonna be like, holy. I'll shit. give it an honest listen. All right. Well, you know, because '80s Santana will. Yeah, it's totally shocking. Wow. Clean guitar, country-esque, but then... Little Clapton the eight, style. 80, 80 cents in yep. the background. Yep. Definitely heard this before. Come on. I've never so, heard this. Yeah, I've never, never heard, heard this song before. <laughs> I guess I'm the old Let's man. Let's wait for the hook. Let's wait yep. for the hook. <laughs> hmm. All right. When did you first hear this song? When did it grab you? When I was like 10. Okay. This is like old song. It always stuck with me. I heard it again recently, and I was like, no way, it's Santana? Holy shit. Yeah, you wouldn't think it right now. No. I don't yeah. hear any of the normal Santana. Uh, there's no percussion right now. Yep. Yeah. A lot of nope. synth. A lot of synth. <laughs> it was the 80s, man. Oh, yeah. 80s. I think that that would be a funny one to play, though, because no one, everyone would be shocked. True. Everybody would leave. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. Are you kidding me? The people at the Levitt Pavilion, they'd be like, oh, shit, that's my jam. That's like borderline yacht rock with Santana on acid. What are you talking about? <laughs> that is accurate. Legendary. That's yeah. like bringing the Billy Joel tribute bands that only plays Billy Joel covers between 81 and 86. Well, I'll tell you the best cover band ever. Bobby Night Ranger. They play Night Ranger and dress up like Bobby, uh, what's his face, from uh, the Indiana Hoosiers. Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight, yeah. yeah. Bobby <laughs> Night Ranger. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's badass. I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that. Now, Laura, I know you have some questions. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing that happened to you on stage that you can remember? Like, weird, either funny weird or like disastrous weird. Hmm. Well, the, the, the most recent that was funny weird in, in a good way was uh, Toby Keith. 
crashing our gig and then sitting in with us. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. It was in D.C., and it was just random. You know, you Where'd you guys play? Uh, it was called Gypsy Sally's. No longer there, unfortunately. Oh, but, that place is gone? I know. Oh, that place is a legend. Yeah, it was, a lot of it was very cool. There. You know, in D.C., we've always had, we've bounced around to venues, and you know. So it was nice to have a place we could always go to. That's but, super um, cool. Yeah, they called early to vet us. You know, what band do you have there? Are they good? I guess they watched some videos on their end. And... It wasn't until I was on stage that they asked, is it okay if Toby Keith sits in? And I'm like, Toby Keith, I <laughs> I know it sounds familiar. I should know who this Did is. Did he walk up to the stage and show you like a red cup and just wave it in front of you? None of that. No, no. It was like our road manager. I'm like, sure. I'm not going to say no. Like, yeah, come on. Let's make this more fun. You know? Right, right. And uh, yeah, he did come to the side of the stage. There were no stairs, so I helped him up. And then when he got on stage, I'm like, whoa, you are huge. Oh, like, yeah. He is massive. Oh, really? He had a whiskey drink that... He was spilling around a little bit. Uh, <laughs> he was definitely feeling nice. He was entertaining a big entourage. And oh, then, yeah. you know, we just had a quick powwow, picked three songs, you know. I'm used to jobbing it, so, like, whatever. Right, right, right. You know, That's trying to be good. Cool. We got some Johnny Cash. What do you want, you know? I think we did uh, Ain't No Sunshine, Johnny Cash, and then uh, oh, that's a good one. trying to be good. That's badass. Yeah. Is yeah. there that's recordings really cool. of that? There are recordings Holy and videos. Holy shit. Oh, See, that shit this. is amazing. Like, I like hearing shit <laughs> so like random. that. Random shit. Yeah. You know, that's what our show's about. Like, I'm not going to give you the interview that all those other fans want to hear about that yeah. they can just read about. I want. We want to know, like, the in-depth Tim Palmieri. Yeah, know? and then afterwards, you know, we post about it. We're all psyched, you know, because it was fun. Right. But then, you know, people like, Fuck Toby Keith. Can I swear on this? Oh, yeah, yeah, you oh, definitely. Okay. Fuck yeah, you can. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fudge Toby Keith. Uh, well, if you heard last week's interview about uh, diaper uh, wearing and oh, fisting, yeah. you know. Yeah. That oh, went, vi Jeez. went viral, yeah. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> was viral. fun. It did. <laughs> she put me on the spot. There was like five <laughs> magazine, adult magazines it got spread in. Like, I sent all the links to Laura. I was like, spread in. Spread in. Spread in. <laughs> See what yeah, you so, did there. Yeah, I did. But see, like, yes, you can swear. That was the main point I was trying yes. to get at. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then, you know, so people, fans were on both sides. They're like, oh, that's fun. But then other people were like, screw him, da 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 da. Right, right. And then I started listening to his uh, catalog, musical catalog. <laughs> you know, oh, shit. He sat in with us. I might as well know a little bit about him. And, right, right. And, uh, you know. That's He's got a few good cool. songs. Right, right. <laughs> I like the Solo Cup song. Yeah, the Solo Cup song's good. It's a classic. Yeah. Most of the country, though, I don't. I'm not a big fan of country music. Either. No, no. I will. I will tell you, Tim. And this is so we have. Besides, ten minutes ago, I think we've casually met two, maybe three times. And uh, ages ago, I used to go to like Funk Night mm -hmm. at Briac when you'd have members that like Kung Fu and stuff like that. Yeah. But Kung Fu played a show with Deep Banana Blackout at the Capitol Theater. A couple of years ago yes um maybe five six years ago and we got like a, a bus going down from Briac to the show nice oh, wow. and yeah it was it was like a party bus of like like 30 or 40 people oh char arranged that I think. exactly yep. yeah 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 so so we all got to Briac in Blackrock and and we all pre-gamed and then we got on this bus and you know there were a lot of people who were already overserved and we get to sure. the Capitol Theater and and we're there and I was I was super excited to see Kung Fu but the last time I had seen Deep Banana Blackout was at like a live at 5 um when I was like 13 years old and one of my favorite songs was uh Boot Down. Mhm. Mm and so I grabbed a sticky pass 
from somebody who was out front of house just so I could go backstage. And I got on stage Mm -hmm. with Kung Fu by mistake (laughs) and tried to get you guys to play Boot Down. Wow. And you were like, that's the wrong band. Yes. (laughs) And I was like, well, I'm just gonna put my shoe in my mouth. Yeah, literally. Yeah, exactly. In any case, I found a paper plate and went back to front of house and I, and I had a Sharpie in my pocket and I wrote boot down when Deep Banana Blackout was playing and sure enough, they started playing it. I think I lied and said it was my birthday. Stole the sticky pass off, <laughs> off this other person, <laughs> oh went back on stage and there's, there's a video on YouTube of that performance and there's, hmm. there's me and security gently leading me back to the side of the stage. Of course. But yes. Anyway. That's, a, that's a cool story. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like I, I was nice. Yeah. You know, you were, I handled you feel well. You were a total sweetheart. You're yeah. like, uh, wrong band. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. Well, I'm he just is in a go bunch now. of bands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True. That's Confusing. the other band. <laughs> that's the other band. <laughs> not the one that's playing tonight, either. Yeah. <laughs> one of the only bands I'm not in. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. In in any case, I'm I'm gonna show up at your uh, Santana tribute set this week at okay. the Levitt Pavilion with a boot. Jo- no, I'm gonna scream winning. <laughs> okay. Yes, when nice. is when is winning. it actually? When when is it the show at the Thursday? Week? Thursday. Oh shit! So this interview is gonna air on Wednesday. Nice. So yes, we will promote that. Oh, I think yeah. we should all go check it out and request winning. You steal a laminate, run on stage, and ask him to play Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'll and see what I can do. Someone Did you pick got... me up from the train station. I will. Yeah. <laughs> done and done. Yeah. Did um, in your Chili Peppers tribute, mm-hmm. did you guys ever play the acoustic? Oh yeah, plenty of times. Tons of you times. know what? Yeah. I had actually, I had actually seen your your set there because you were the only Chili Peppers tribute band that I'd ever seen, and I'm such a massive fan and. During your set, I mean, you guys had a lot of stuff, uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic and stuff, and that's yes. like, you know, a cl- yeah. probably my favorite Chili Peppers album. Yeah, funk bible for a lot of us. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And I grew up on all that stuff, too. And so... Mm-hmm. Oh, that was freshman year in college for me. Freshman year of college? Yeah. I was four. I'm old, <laughs> yeah. man. I think that I'm was boy. 91. Yeah. 91 is when 91. it came out, right? I was yeah. in high school. I'm 49, it was the right time. So, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect time. I'm 22. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys, you guys killed yeah, it. Yeah, the acoustic was a lot of fun. But you know, the Chili Pepper shows once again happens once a year, maybe two, twice a year. But right. they are a physical toll on my body because I give everything to that music with the head banging and just having fun on stage. So I'm usually a broken man afterwards. The last show we did was January fourth, twenty twenty, right before the pandemic. Yeah. I nearly killed myself. Oh, I jumped man. into the drum set. What? Oh, shit. That's awesome. And it was fun. I've always wanted to do it, but you know, hell yeah! Did it break? Doing it at forty is a lot different than doing it at twenty-two. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, did it break the drum set? Um, I took, you know, I gracefully jumped into it because I knew I wasn't going to like go straight up and uh, right, right. Yeah. You know, I was like, all right, here we go. Soft, well, I was going to say, if you broke landing. it, it wouldn't have felt <laughs> bad. There's no more acoustic anymore. So no, it was the end of the night. I yeah. wasn't going to like, you know, yeah. but uh, but Adrian didn't see it coming, so he was like, "Where's my drum kit?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do you gracefully I land like a swan. <laughs> yes, yeah. I got right back up. Didn't miss a beat. It was beautiful. That's a- <laughs> during what song was it? Do you remember? It's probably Search and Destroy. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Awesome. Yeah, that's the way to close it out. Yep. <laughs> and just completely and lose it. And you destroyed it. Yeah. That's awesome. The most I ever hung out with you, Tim, is always at Gathering of the Fives backstage. Yeah. Like when we had the media tent and we always see like the weird people. You were down there, I think, when Sharon Jones was there mm-hmm. and stuff. That was the time when I hung out with you when I was representing Merch Cat. And you put the bag on your crotch and you're like, Merch Cat, like that. There was a video. <laughs> I was like, yes. I was like, that's sweet. Oh, man. I didn't know Tim was a savage. This is like, I, saw, I think of him as like guitar savage. But then when he puts it down he's like hi i'm tim palmieri and nice to meet you and, and he's like savage like that i'm like what the hell <laughs> this guy sounds like he could do my taxes well <laughs> yeah. i hate taxes they're the freaking bane of my existence can't stand them Ugh. but i was talking to will early and i was telling him i was like yeah man i was like i'm interviewing tim i said i'm excited i want to ask him some like questions you know and will was like oh tim you know he's a savage man trust me and i was like oh man i was like okay i was like this is gonna be great then that's cool yeah i miss the vibes miss the vibes so much we keep talking about all these all these throwbacks now uh the acoustic all the amazing times and the different incarnations that venue had taken sure right you know when they first expanded and like added that the bar on the side to switching the stage back up to the front and adding like amazing lights and sound and oh yeah and then vibes man i oh yeah and black rock rocks mardi gras yeah i miss i miss all of that they still have porch fest though yeah they do yeah they do porch fest is fun it is definitely fun but I'm the, coming up for that one. The scene for BlackRock <laughs> is is basically died now. Bryak's not having the funk night there anymore, so okay. that's gone. The acoustics gone. So well, now, it's Park City. It'll, it's, yeah, it's it'll Park, be City. Park City. It will Music be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm saying Morris. right now, yeah. right now, it's dead, pretty much. Yes. The scene is I mean, sad. Well, it's that's dead. sad. It is. It wow. is sad. But like it'll it come just back. it just it, will. it just means it's gonna make an even greater comeback. Well, no, it's spread to the other. It's spread to like Westport, Levitt Pavilions. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, like getting good bands now and stuff. And uh, let's see, Westville FTC, Music Bowl, Westville, Westville, yeah. Westville's got a sick lineup uh, this oh, summer yeah. and fall. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. we're lucky in New Haven having that there. I mean, that is it's gorgeous. Has anyone been? I I've have been, not. I've been a couple times. Um, my girlfriend Taylor and I, we live uh, right in the heart of Sono, mm-hmm. uh, literally right on Washington Street, which is like the main drag sure. with all the restaurants and bars and stuff like that. Played there Saturday. Well, we played the top of the mall for the Sono Arts Fest. I saw that. Yeah. And I saw, I know, the Sono collection, <laughs> Sono right? Sono collection, yeah, up, yeah. Yeah. We, um, yeah, so we live right around the corner from that. And actually... Um, I saw that post go viral like two hours after your set. I was kind of bummed, but Great. we are like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. But we uh, we are very lucky that at least you know we got the Wall Street Theater. Um, yeah, they've got some pretty good shows good coming shows. through there. Yeah. But getting back to that, I know exactly where you're going. Like that's where you're like, great. A lot of the music scene has spread. It used to be like right around close and condensed. The same amount of music still going on, but it's spread out. So things like what you were saying, mm-hmm. great, is like affecting other things now because of that. Yeah. You know, and I mean, July was so rainy. It's like you have one nice day. People are like, well, I just want to go out and do my own thing, you know? Right, yeah. right. You never know what's going to happen. There's a lot, which is great, you know? I mean, oh, yeah. We were just indoors for how long? It's like. Yeah. People, oh, yeah. People, people need to let get it out. out. Catharsis. Get out. Yep. I just miss the festivals and seeing you all the time, like uh, Organic Smiles, 
uh, organic smiles. Yeah, what it should show that place was. There's like hippies like like licking each other's arms and like bathing in the creek back there. And at night when you'd pee on a tree, bats were like flying around. I thought I was gonna. I had created a whole movie in my mind of like zombie apocalypse. Like it starts off like a hippie with some bad weed and it spreads throughout the festival. Be a great fucking sounds movie, amazing. Right? This actually sounds very reminiscent of Fairfield Ave outside the acoustic after <laughs> yeah. every single show. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, but that's when the strip club, uh, not the strip club, the massage parlor used to be across the street. Tokyo. Yeah, and people used to walk out of there. I used to bartend right next door when it was the the neutral ground for all of 14 months. Laura, you played there. Yes. I remember. I I wasn't bitter, but you, uh, your band, was it Bliss? Bliss. Bliss, that's right. You guys had played there one night, and I asked if I could sing a song with you. And you said, give me three, and so I did. And then you pulled me up on stage to sing Sugar We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy, which yes, was not that. one of the songs. And I did not. <laughs> I knew every word, but I do not have that range. And it was That's Laura. Bad. Okay, yeah, well, that definitely... was mid-Jack Daniels heyday for me. <laughs> so don't, don't. We're going down. I didn't because it was in my key probably (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes those were the days those were the days those were the days Lori I know you have some more questions you have so um so I think uh do you have any groupies have you ever had a groupie experience in the world that uh oh yeah I wanted I wanted (laughs) to dive into that like because there's a different like (laughs) he's like a boy (laughs) You like to me, Tim, and this is not an insult to any of the jam band fans or anything. But you're not a t- you wouldn't look at you and say this dude's a jam band guy by any means. You know, you're clean. Sure. You know, well, I cleaned yeah. up yeah, the yeah, past you, couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I used to have long hair when it was growing. Now yeah, but I'm saying you you take it once you did. take a showers. You know, you don't wear patchouli. I, I do take you know, showers. You yes. have your teeth. You know, like <laughs> like I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like you don't look like the typical jam band like person. true yeah so the groupies like what laura was yeah. saying have got to be really fucking interesting yes yeah you know they're very supportive and they keep me going <laughs> they, keep, <laughs> they keep me going through all the tough times that i put myself through i mean i'm just torturing myself here by all these gigs and the hustle that i've been doing for the last 20 years but uh, i love what i do so um i'm thankful they love what i do right and they're willing to show it That's and good. Uh, i want to keep making them happy as much as they want to keep making me happy has has anyone ever like flashed you while you're playing? Yes. <gasps> oh yeah. Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah, I've gotten to make out. Top with a girl and bottom. Once. Actually, it was a good time, boy show. <laughs> oh, see, there's, <laughs> see, now that's the classic one. I was okay. going to say, okay, good time, boys. You're safe. You're in the safe zone. You know, groupies there, safe zone. You know, you're at Organic Smiles. No, 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 no. Or even just like you know, the breakfast. If if I'm in a jam, it's not really like all right, show your boobs, kind of music and you know we'd be in a more serious mindset but with good time boys and and the fun we're having yeah like right we've had some some fun stuff that sounds like a more full frontal uh, situation as opposed to the jam band situation you might see i don't know half a nipple (laughs) that just accidentally falls out (laughs) like no i don't want to see that but you're basically like a mind fuck tim because you play in jam bands you play in all these different bands but you don't look like it or act like that you know, yeah. you're you're like I'm the wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fucking awesome. It's mind blowing. <laughs> I think what Davy is trying to say is it's great that you're such a phenomenal musician in all these amazing bands. 
And you still look like you have your life together. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, shots yes. fired. I'll, if, I'm never getting a musician guest on my show again. <laughs> Thanks for that. So it's going to be like, do I smell all right? Oh, shit, I'm not going. <laughs> well, you know, you got to play the game as you get older with, right. with rock and roll. I mean, I'm living a fast life. I'm right. always on the move. So yeah. I do want to stay healthy and with it and together. And, you know, appearances matter. I want people to be like, all right, you know. Right. I'm spending money on this person. I want him to, you know, give me confidence that I'm spending money in the right place. It's right, like, yes, right. I will rock your party for you. I will do this, you know. Right, but right at right. the and same we're gonna, time, we're gonna have fun. I would trust you to watch my kids. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. You. See, that's yeah. it. That's what yep. I'm saying. The mind fuck, you know, he, he's like, he's looks... such a nice boy. <laughs> <laughs> but really, are you, Tim? I don't know. <laughs> Well, what happens behind closed doors is my business. Well, it's kind of like Good Time Boys. You see Dave Peck come out like a rock fucking star. You know, like yep. he he's like, you know, taking pictures, doing the video, and you see him, and he's like, hey, man, how you doing? Like, super nice guy, everything else. But when you see him, Good Time Boys, it's like fucking Anthony Kiedis fucking killing it, and he goes insane, insane. You know, and that's the beauty of music, too, is that, you know, it's such concentration. It's such a release. Like, you have to give it everything you have, you know? Right, right. I remember Pete Townsend saying, like, no one fucks with me while I'm playing music. Because if you do, he's going to rip your head off. Oh, shit. Because he's so in the zone. It's so primal. Right. He's so connected to it. Do not sever that connection. Right. And interrupt it in any way. You know? Speaking of interrupting. Um, <laughs> so I heard. <laughs> you can interrupt me anytime, by the no. way. <laughs> so I heard you have a long shred. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, you know, you shred for a long time. Sure. What is the longest that you've shred? And does anyone interrupt you or have you been told to stop shredding? <laughs> or and or if noodling? It's four hours or more, do you have to see a doctor after? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to use lube for the long shred. <laughs> you know, that's, that's important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stretch out, warm up, little lube. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I don't want a noodle. That's the thing. Right. All the notes, no matter how many you use, whether it's 10 or 1,000, they should all have purpose and right. intent. So that's, that's de definitely important. In my 20s, I didn't know when to stop playing. You know, I could have definitely cut a lot of those long shreds in half and still have conveyed all right. of what I wanted to. Um, you know, I think we've done 20-minute jams easy. 25. I mean, on our latest breakfast record, we had a 20 minute song. Wow. So, um, but you know, that's like when you say shred, though, that's usually an amount or a certain level of energy. Right. You know, versus like I could just go bing, 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 do that for two minutes. That's not shredding. Right. 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 You know, it'd be and just like that kind of level of intensity. You only have so much because you want to tell a story, you know, climbing the mountain. And uh, if it's all up here the entire time, it's it's too much. So, but has anyone interrupted you and told you to stop? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Max Creek has shut the PA off on us before in a few other places. And, Do you, you get know, mad? Yeah, it's sort of like that Pete Townsend thing. It's like what the you know? Right. Exactly. I'm doing my thing here. You know? Right. And uh, especially if like somebody physically touched me, anytime I'm playing and then I feel like tap tap tap, it's like oh boy. You know, Ooh. but yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a nice boy. Right, I know how right. to handle him. I handle him gently. I right. have, we have, you know, proof here of my heckling uh, handler abilities. So you're Never saying that, that you, before. you, uh, you take out, you take out your aggression and your passion on the guitar. 
Yes, that's def. It's my own therapy for sure. Gotcha. Like if I'm feeling good, it could amplify that good feeling. Or if I'm down and out, you know, it's going to process and push it on through. Right. So I'm thankful I have that, especially through the pandemic. Mm. All that streaming I did. Oh yeah. Really helped keep me grounded. Mm. You know, um, I would have went insane without it. So I only, you know, I really feel for people who weren't able to do what they normally do for their catharsis during the pandemic. Right, right. Um, so, you know, I'm thankful and lucky. I appreciate it. That's good. Now I got one for you. Now, you've sat in with a lot of people. Have you ever sat in with someone that you had to hold back on? Because I've talked to a lot of musicians about that, and you know, like, like get into it. I Like, you know how they have verses, like the rappers go against each other. Mm-hmm. I think they should have a guitar thing, guitar verses of, like, that'll really, like, fucking put the fucking shit down. Because then <laughs> you don't have to hold back and be like, oh, I don't want to offend this guy. I got to hold back a little bit. You know, you don't want to knock him out because you're sitting in. I'm sure that's happened to you before. Uh, interesting. I mean, no matter what, I'm not looking to just wank all over somebody else's musical set. They invite me up there. I want to become a part of the band and, right. you know be an addition mm, mm. and uh yeah i think the team player thing's important on a musical level versus just me 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 you know, right. solo solo right and then when it comes to like hurting another guitar player's feelings if that's what you're talking about yeah yeah well i'm saying like you <laughs> um, like holding it back a little bit because you know you I mean, can I shred could. Him, you know? i you know maybe have but uh at the same time like you know i want to express myself the way i need to and it's going to have some more notes than another guitar player might right but they shouldn't get intimidated like Mm. They should be secure in their own sound where who cares that Tim's playing more notes than I or or whatever. Right, know? right, right. I feel um, like it would be like just the synchronicity that comes together. Yes. And I prefer that where when a, when a person wants to just go back and forth, it's like, you know, or they're they're you, you could tell they're they're thinking too much instead of just letting go. Right. You know, I often like those sit ins where the guitar player isn't as good as me, let's say, but it's like we are giving it our, you know. Are everything in the moment and rocking and rolling. It's rock and roll. You just it's gotta let go. Yeah, right. Stop thinking about it. You know. Right. And it's in those moments that you really feel that come through. Yeah. I'm not. And when I was saying, when you were saying, you know, like the like show your wang out on on the person there, I wasn't talking about that. What I'm saying is like when you're in the zone and yeah. you're feeling it, you kind of like gotta like not let yourself go too much because then that's what'll happen in the end. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean. Um, yeah, it's got to be set and setting. What right. context am I in? So I just sat in with pigeons playing ping pong at uh, West Westville. At Westville, mm. yeah. And you know, the, when the when the jam started, it was fire by Hendrix. When the jam started, it seemed like okay, we're down here, we have time, we have time. And you know, so I was taking it more ensemble approach, right? And, and parts playing, but then you know, I could feel their energy and them just wanting to get a little wild, and it's like you can't help it, you know? right? Right. You know. Um, you just you just give into the moment and you know especially when it's me playing with another band i want to be a part of that band like what is their groove like you know mm. listening to the drummer like the whole thing you know right versus uh oh let me rehearse my stock licks all over yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> screw that yeah <laughs> laura you had what's I, your most memorable show it's a tame question but <laughs> the most memorable show i mean i like so many for so many different reasons right uh, one of the greatest shows I ever played was uh, Zappa Nale Fest, which was a Frank Zappa festival in Germany. Oh, wow. We, we played with the Z3. Oh, shit. That's awesome. That's t- badass. 2013, 2014, you know, first international show, excited to be there, really rehearsed the set, and it was like a four-hour set straight. 
and Holy yeah, shit. we just were drinking beers like freaking Vikings, playing Zappa nonstop for four hours, as one does. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, man, it was for the books. That was of legend. You know, That's when we amazing. stopped playing, dudes were like, "I was crying." <laughs> so sweet, making dudes cry. Yeah. <laughs> That's See, awesome. that's what I'm getting at. It's the weird fans, you know, that you have. Like, you can't pigeonhole them in any kind of thing, and it like makes everything awkward. You got big dudes crying over your guitar. You know solos. that. You know you that know? guy was coming to the show, and he was like, "God damn, no tears today. No, no tears no today. Tears Don't today. do it, Tim. It, Tim. <laughs> Don't do it, Tim. Oh God, no, he's doing it. Stop." Modern Tim. Problems Radio Show brought to you by Kleenex. <laughs> yeah. So that was a good one, you know. And I love the music so much, playing that music for people who love the music so much too. They it was just that you know, can't recreate the magic of that night. You can you it can sounds amazing. Definitely, yeah. definitely imagine that that kind of vibe. Yeah. And that oh yeah. Definitely. We what? started at midnight, so we were playing till you know almost four a.m. And That's then we proceeded crazy. to go into the campgrounds with like an acoustic, just making noise till seven a.m. That's amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, what sure. part of where in Germany was it? Northeastern. So it was a uh, what was it called? I can't remember. A Bad Doberon. So it's right on the Baltic Sea, northeast, cool. really close to Poland. Nice. Mm. Yeah. That's amazing. Very nice. It was Very fun. Nice. And then, honestly, you know, Kung Fu playing the vibes. I mean, we've oh, one yeah. of the main stage performances we did was Kick Ass. Oh yeah, it was I'll definitely Kick that. Ass. That was definitely Kick Ass. Mm-hmm. So many times at Vibes and all yeah. the sit-ins. Like uh, I could tell you crazy stories that it happened. Well, my sit-in with DBB one year at Vibes was oh really yeah, awesome. That was awesome. Oh that cool. Awesome. Do you guys play Boot Town? <laughs> <laughs> no, they play Winning. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Off uh, blood, blood Sugar Sex Magic album. That's, that's it. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, Vibes Vibes was legendary. I miss it. And that that's the one thing I do miss. Everyone's tried to replicate Vibes, but there's never going to be anything like it ever yeah. again. Big enough, small enough, you know, to have a, you know, a ton of fun, have all good acts. Right. Oh, yeah. But um, until then, there's Porch Fest. And there's Porch Fest, <laughs> which I will be Fest. playing. I have two gigs at Porch Fest. Oh, shit, you do? <laughs> I do. Very nice. Well, now, what are the bands called that you're... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they always... That's what I'm saying. The, most, the funniest part of Porch Fest is the names of the bands. Oh, know? really? Yeah, there's okay. one called Dad Bods, I think. I've Yep, I saw that build in years past. Yep. Um, there's Swamp Hogs. Which now they've formed a band out of it and are playing around. They're okay. like playing Briac, I guess. Cool. But yeah, I've never been to Porch Fest, but I see the names of the bands. What is Porch Fest exactly? Uh, it's where artists come and they play on the porch and everybody walks around town. They have a map and in Black Rock and show specific porches. Yeah, they specific have porch- specific porches. Certain people open their porches as stages. Ah. Yeah. So it's almost kind of in a sense it's. Almost like Black Rock Rocks, Mardi Gras, where there were like five or six different stages at different uh, different bars and music uh, venues. Not really. <laughs> Sorry. Except it's on people's porches. And they're not cover bands, uh, Black Rock Rocks. Right. That's that's the big difference. Right. Well, I'll just go kill myself now. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll be winning, winning, winning. <laughs> Laura, you have a whole bunch of questions. I, I do. I know. Oh, I gosh. See. Okay. Without um, further ado, because I don't want to keep. I can talk to Tim for oh, uh, yes. an hour here. I have a question about your Facebook post recently. Okay. 
Um, you posted that your daughter ended a conversation with the <laughs> penis is on your forehead. Can you please explain that? <laughs> I'm sorry. What I was didn't it? read the replies. I wanted to. Can I... we hear that one more time? Okay. You recently posted that his daughter ended a conversation with your penis is on your forehead. <laughs> I need to know. And I'm like, I need to know what. Well, Why? she's what? getting very creative with the English language. How, First old, is how old is she? She's, yeah. she's almost seven. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's darling. And, um, you know, everything's poopy, butt, you know, penis, vagina, da 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 da. <laughs> right. And then just you now. You can't say those words on here, Tim. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's now just mixing them together. Like, you know, you got you got butt breath. You got this. You know, you're, you got pee eyes. Oh, you know, whatever. So, and then. Just seeing what sticks. Yeah. And then so it was like <laughs> ending the, the conversation. All right. See ya, babes. I love you. You have a penis on your forehead. Click. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious. Oh, I was dying. Got... That's amazing. I was dying. So. I saw that post, but then I, I was about to write, oh, someone called you a dickhead. But then your daughter wrote that. And I was like, no, I'm not going to write. I'm not touching that. Not liking it. No reaction at all. Whoop. Staying back. And I forgot to go back to see the replies on there because I wanted to be like, he's in breakfast. And he keeps going. No, Z3. he's in kung fu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she kids say the darndest things. You know? Yes, yeah. they do. They definitely do. By the way, just what's her name? By the way, what's your daughter's name? Colette. Colette. That's we a call her Coco. Name. Nice. Um, I am completely gonna rip off Colette's catchphrase now yeah. and just tell everybody that they have a penis on their forehead. Yeah, do it. <laughs> See what happens. That's like the proper <laughs> yeah. way to call someone a dickhead. Yeah, I love you. Have a stinky butt. That's you one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> you have a penis on your forehead. You know what? Yes. Suck a bag of Richard. Sounds really nice. Though. Yeah. You have a penis on your forehead. It does. Yeah. It does. I can't help you. But you I can't help you. You have a penis on, on your, your forehead. forehead. But you can't say that to. You can only say that to certain people. I'm like a guy sure. can't say that to a girl because then that's sexual harassment. I don't even know what it means if you said it to a girl. Exactly. Well. You know, she's down and your penis is on her head. Oh, oh, oh wow. See, okay. so See, I didn't even you can't. Oh, that's you can't, literal. Yeah, you can't say that, you know. <laughs> She'd be like, what? Patty would be all for that blue lettuce bracelet. Well, it's not very romantic. Yeah. You know, like, talk dirty to me. <laughs> you have a penis on your forehead. You got something in your hair and a penis on your forehead. <laughs> oh, shit. No. How did that get there? <laughs> I'm oh sure weirder God. things have been said. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but that was a great post, and like Thank that was you. that I was, was like, what is this post about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, just good old uh, fun talk from you the know. mouth of babes. <laughs> right yeah. after a while, it's like I don't mind going there a little bit and playing, but then you know they just want to keep going. It's like all right, all right, got it, babes. Yep, yep, pee, poo, penis, <laughs> vagina, got it. Okay. Is she a big uh, music fan? She likes music, you know. She's with her mom more than I. Right. So, does she like anything you play? Uh, not yet. No, no. Gotcha. You know, she hasn't seen me play a lot. That could but take a while. She does like some Beatles. Cool. Uh, she likes Nirvana. Nice. So we'll, you know, we'll we'll sing Nirvana songs together. Uh, she likes Queen. There you go. Well, sounds like she likes Bob Marley. She's on the right track. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's, she's got definitely some, on the right that's track. That's great. But I knew a hell of a lot more music at her age than she does now just because my father was always playing it exposed me to it like i was trying to steal his vinyl records like band on the run at three and a half to play it on my fisher price and he took it back and i was crying all night. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that you know right right so um you know when she's around me more i'm always trying to play music for her and, that's you know. great you know my dad actually did the same thing uh too growing up i grew up it, it wasn't until i was even like 
11 or 12 that I started listening to top 40 radio and stuff like that. My dad worked for, um, he used to work for cool 96.7 okay. and 90, uh, 95, nine, the Fox. Okay. And so classic rock and oldies sure. was, was everything that I grew up on, which I will forever be grateful for, even though maybe when I was like, you know, 14, 15, I didn't think it was that cool, but you know, <laughs> none of my friends listened to it, but you know, yeah. It takes well, a while, Tim, though, to get, like, my daughter went to her first concert on Friday. Mm-hmm. And, like, it took me a while because I'm divorced and and uh, my ex-wife is a great mom to the kids and stuff. But I don't have that control yeah. of the music. So I know what you're saying. That's, Same like, there. a different kind of, like, hurt and pain that you got to deal with because they're getting corrupted by, like, pop music and, like, like had to deal with the dumb kid stuff, baby shark crap, you know, sure. all that stuff. And then you have to teach them the other stuff. And then finally, like, my daughter and I, like, she liked Black Pumas. And then that just, like, gauged us into, like, a whole bunch of music now. Nice. And uh, she even, like, I introduced her to Laura at the show on Friday. And I said, oh, Laura's grandmother is Helen Merrill. And she's like, oh, she's a legend, Dad. She knew, like, everything. And I was like, She what? is a legend. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's so awesome cute. that Maggie knew that. Yeah, she's 16. I was like, whoa, that blew me away. I'm like, well, she's getting a good education then, you know. Mm. Nice. Very cool. Not from her mom. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Shots wow. fired. I'm kidding. I'm kid- with the music, you know. Oh. It, the music. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just musically speaking. Yes. Yeah. Tim knows what I'm talking hey, about. Hey, yeah. Davey. She's like, I want to listen to Black Eyed Peas. I'm like, no, come on. You know, here, just, here's some Steely Dan or something. You know, It's like, I have work to do. Put it that way. Right, right, right. <laughs> you have a penis on your forehead. <laughs> God, how did it get there? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? It's been here the whole time. It's been there the whole time. Oh Speaking of which, actually, I'm so sorry to, to jump in. Completely random anecdote. At the show on Friday night at FTC, I'm with Davey all of five minutes after I got there. And I'm looking at your left arm and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then I was like, does he have some kind of condition where he needs to like gauze his left arm? And then I was like, Davey, you smell delicious, but I'm pretty sure you have a dryer sheet sticking out of your sleeve. (laughs) I did. At which point Maggie jumps in and was like, yeah, dad, that's been there for like six hours. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my daughter yeah it's um, awesome cool thanks for letting me know Whoops. yeah thanks thanks for letting me know you know at least you smell good right? yeah thank you, you. Yeah. you smell fresh like snuggle like snuggle bear was like right under here that's <laughs> so creepy hey, baby want to smell the snuggle the bear get a headlock from snuggle the bear oh, you got a penis God. on your head oh shit i'm stupid. <laughs> silly what silly. other uh questions did you have um i know you had some oh. good ones Gosh, okay. Um, I think I asked them all. You did? Yeah. All right. Cool. I've been all asking right. a lot of questions. Yes, Question you for have. you. What was it like with your grandmother? Was she singing a lot around you, playing you music? My grandmother is a diva. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes. She, I mean, most of my memories as a kid was her like singing me lullabies and just kind of growing up with that and it wasn't until she started taking me on tour that I realized how big a deal she was right like going to Japan there would be people waiting and the same people year after year waiting in her lobby for autographs all night long like the wow. craziest thing um and here it's just weird because this is my grandma right know? right right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's got to be like kind of strange yeah so going to like Japan and Paris and stuff like that with her and seeing 
like all her fans like mm. she's she's one way home and then she's one way when she's on stage and in mode Mm-hmm. Even I'm like, I can't even call her grandma, you know? <laughs> She's like... Oh, you probably get slapped if you do oh, there. Oh, no, yeah. yeah, I can't. Yeah. So I was never allowed to do any of that. But uh, she's amazing. She's still, you know, mm-hmm. still kicking and, you know, you know, being a diva. <laughs> <laughs> she's still yeah. performing and singing? No, she, um, she stopped a couple of years back. She had her sayonara tour at the blue note in tokyo Mm -hmm. um the year before that i sang with her on stage Mm. which was a cute memory i sang like summertime um is there any video of that there's audio oh that's good yeah that is good um should probably put some pictures together with that audio it's on youtube (laughs) done it touche yeah that's right i have a penis on my head so that was like a memorable moment to do that with my grandmother. Um, right. Excellent. Yeah. I, I mean, I grew up with music around, you know, with my dad and everything. So mm-hmm. um, you you truly come from a family of legends. Yeah. It's crazy. That's what did awesome. your dad do? Um, my dad wrote I Love Rock and Roll. Okay. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> and you not not to go somber, but unfortunately, we lost him to COVID in March 2020. Ooh, I'm um, sorry. Yeah, so it, it was very shocking for the family. And like Joan Jett and Meatloaf, he played with Meatloaf for a while, mm-hmm. um, reached out. So it was, you know, uh, you know, COVID has affected so many different families in so many different ways, and it definitely affected yeah. ours. And, yeah. you know, we're all, you know, getting past all of this and mm-hmm. and surviving. But, you know, I grew up very, very lucky. And it's I'm lucky in the way that when I hear I love rock and roll on the radio, I think of my dad and mm. him saying, I love you. Right. You know, so it's like the legend lives on. And a lot of his fans have become friends of mine mm-hmm. um, and very close. So, you know, I appreciate all of it and yeah. grateful for the legacy that they've left. Mark? Because I was wondering, how many times have you heard that song? Like, have you heard it? Did you go through a phase of like, I love this song, I've heard it too much, I can't stand this song, I love it again? Well, yeah. I mean, it's when, you know, when I was singing, that was what people were like, come on stage and sing I Love Rock and yeah. Roll. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> sure. So, yeah. I mean, but, you know, I'm very lucky. And that song is iconic, yeah. you know. I teach it to, to students all the time. It's like, for beginners, yeah, yeah, That's and awesome. he yeah. he did it with the arrows originally, and Joan Jett's manager heard it, mm-hmm. and she basically almost identically did it, the arrangement and everything. So mm-hmm. it sounds very similar. It's just my dad singing mm-hmm. the original one. So awesome, yeah. Well, I met Joan Jett a long time ago at Toad's Place. Got backstage because I was dating Michael Bolton's daughter, but at the time wow. I didn't know who the fuck Michael Bolton was. She just said, oh, he writes jingles and songs for other artists. And at that time, he wasn't sitting on the dock of the bay, like, turning over (laughs) every, like, housewife, like, spilling wine on their, like, blouse over him, you know? When a man loves a woman. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, totally. I had no fucking clue. But I met Joan Jett backstage with Michael Bolton, who I didn't know was Michael Bolton at the time. Yeah, I've almost met her many times. My dad <laughs> tried to keep her away from me because Joan Jett likes the ladies. Oh, yeah. And I think he showed her a picture of me. She was like, oh, your daughter's really pretty. <laughs> 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 My dad was like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
My dad was very protective that way of me. That so. makes sense. Yeah. He was saving you from Joan Jett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be too weird if you married Joan Jett. Yeah. <laughs> no. That really comes full circle. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, that she would be, be weird. She'd be, uh, well, she'd be a MILF to you then now. Well, I don't go that way. These no, I know that, but well, if you did, you. I have, but. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, experimenting. I don't know if she has Joe kids. Jen, I don't Can't know. be a MILF if you don't have kids. Oh, yeah, you can. You're on modern problems. <laughs> no, <that means>. <laughs> <laughs> if you're past a certain age, you're a MILF. Th- that's the way they look at it, yeah. You're just no, a you're mom. a cougar. That is the way, but when we've. Oh, you changed the, the, you know, the meaning. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> no, <Okay>. like, <laughs> we've interviewed a bunch of porn stars in here. So, like, that's, like, after a certain time, some, most of them don't even have kids. That's what they... Where's the play, Purell? <laughs> <laughs> Purell? There's some Febreze over there. Febreze. Yes. Febreze. Spooky. <laughs> now, who's the... What is the best, your favorite sit-in that you've ever done? Hmm. Favorite sit-in. Well... Sitting in with Deep Banana Blackout, good. You know, the Gathering of the Vibes was really awesome, mm. and it was an interesting thing because I got up on stage, and you know, you sound check the gear real fast, and I'm like hitting the switch, and the distortion's not going on because you know you want a little crunch for the for the solo, and it wouldn't turn on. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. You know, there's thousands of people, cameras in your face, just go. And I played clean guitar the whole time, and uh, it was a nice contrast to Fuzz's distortion. Right, you know, right. I was like very in my own head about like oh my god is this working just just keep chugging along mm. but uh afterwards watching i'm like man i'm glad i was clean like it made it funkier right right you know that would definitely That's add a awesome. twist to it because yeah like you were saying with fuzz is like distortion and then you're playing mm-hmm. clean line that definitely would sound like a good mix but you know it's a little nerve-wracking because everyone wants a little gain you know oh, you want yeah. for your lead and then i'm like hmm, okay ah, you know. yeah yeah definitely so that was one of them um, another one would have been that Zappanale. I got to sit in with like a lot of Frank's uh, alumni, you know, oh shit, uh, members of cool. his band. So being able to jam with those cats was really awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, who was the dude who was like the uh, artist at large at Vibes, the guitar player? Uh, Stanley Jordan. Stanley Jordan. Did he sit in with you guys? He did. Oh my that god. Was cool. Yes. Yeah. It, it was a little yeah. interesting. <laughs> he's, he, he's a uh, like a shredder, but I ha- I hung Not out a different with different kind. He's yeah. more of a tapper, definitely. So a tapper. it's a clean guitar sound and tappy tap. So for us, we are a loud funk fusion band. You oh know what yeah, I mean? and it was almost like it wasn't cut in. They were messing with the gear the whole time you know it's mm. like all right everyone keep a smile yeah <laughs> <laughs> like not sure what's happening right now but okay yeah he's new a, experiences he's another mindfuck individual though because he looks like he's a beast on stage you know and then when you talk to him he's like hello how are you oh how's everything going i had to bring him backstage because he wanted to meet dispatch after they played yeah when i was managing pete francis so we we walked back and then I, all I see is the trailer like shaking because those dudes are like ex-hockey players. So after they play, they're just like <laughs> hip-checking each other and like punching each other in the dick and shit. And Stanley Jordan's like, I just want to say thank you to them because it was a blessed experience. And I'm like, okay. And then like I open the door and I see like Pete's like head, like feet up and like they're punching him in the balls. And I'm like, oh, That's awesome. I'm like, Stanley's here. And he's like, hello, guys. And they're like, oh, hey, uh, how's it going? It was like really awkward. And he's like, those guys are weird after. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? I didn't know you managed Pete. I yeah. love Pete. Pete's oh, yeah. a good buddy. I used to manage Pete. Yep. That's great. Yep. 
He's a good dude. Very good dude. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, you didn't you work? I just on did his a record? track with him. Yeah. yeah there I'm you on go. Sun Fuzz, which Sun Fuzz. was just put out. Yeah. Which uh, which track are you on? That's the the song. Sun oh, Fuzz. Sun Fuzz. That yeah. one's a great song. Mm-hmm. That one is a great song. Like his like meters funky. Yeah. Kind of thing. Definitely opposite of Rock the Rainbow. Yes, you way know, different. I was going to say, if you're on Rock the Rainbow, I'm going to flip this table like Real Housewives <laughs> and say, this dude is the ultimate mind fuck that I've met. Like, <sighs> That's a song he wrote with his kids, Rock the Rainbow. Yeah. Just nice. so you guys know. Oh, cute. It, it's, yeah. it's definitely cute, but you would not think Tim would play on it. So if he told me he played on that, I would have gone crazy. But hey, man, you know, uh, the job, you never know what it takes to entertain the audience that's put in front of you. Right. I have done Shimmy Shimmy Ya into Ring Around the Rosie before. This has happened. That's well. <laughs> that is surprising. I would like to listen to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you play shimmy shimmy ah, adults yeah. are digging, but then there's kids dancing around. I'm like, all right, this is in the key of C. We're perfect, you know. That is so. the ultimate. That is the ultimate play to the crowd. Yeah, family experience. That's great. That's great. Bring them all in <laughs> without uh, without the the shark. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Oh, I like learning tonight that that people actually tapped you or pulled your equipment like to shut you down because that always was my biggest question to jam bands because so, like you're in the mode and it's not like you're just going with the flow and you're feeling it and so you don't know when to stop and that's the whole magic of that and then so like I always wondered did anyone ever be like um you've sh- overstayed your welcome <laughs> let's go buddy you know like, well yeah I mean we could have been more professional and have a clock on stage and you know playing the songs better but I mean you know one of our songs is like 15 minutes so right right y- you can't finish it but then how do you high uh, abbreviate it in the moment and it's yeah we've had some interesting scenarios but, mm. but nowadays it's looking at the clock knowing what's up you wrote that set you're pretty much right dialed in we have an average of our how long our songs are and all that stuff so. right except vibes you could just let it flow there yep but even still, though you no, had to it's, stop it's gonna be oh yeah definitely definitely and yes colton we are talking a lot about vibes because it was it was like it was this is the time right yeah that vibes is so all our body in minds and hearts and souls are feeling this absolutely and like every single day i see uh i see angels um, posts and stuff with like throwback photos of like the old vibes crew and stuff like that and regaling stories and just it's it makes my heart full just like watching those and you know it's it's great that she shares that as as do a lot of other people who, mm. who work the shows right around this time who are sharing posts and you know kind of taking that that nice uh, trip down memory lane I see her post and I and I I get that feeling but when I see Gordon Taylor like who was the co-host of Gathering of the Vibes, putting up pictures of him and Wavy Gravy backstage. <laughs> That's vibes for me. You can like put anything else up and tell stories, but if you see a picture of Wavy Gravy, that's it. It's vibes. You know that that's, that's it. That's vibes. You're there. You are there. Like him in a golf cart, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much all the uh, pics that he's in, pretty much. I was on a lot of drugs at Vibes. <laughs> that was like my heyday of like experimental. Had a girl. Yeah, I was sober the whole time at Vibes. I was Every sober time. the entire time at Vibes too. At a boy? Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, except the except the last one. I think I was starting to smoke weed then, huh. and I was dabbing with Whitey back time yeah. backstage with his rig all the time. I yep. tried acid yep. for the first and last time. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait! You tried acid at Vibes? That would yes. have been the place where I would not have ever done acid. It was so much fun. It was so funny. I was right. just laughing at everything. Oh, okay. You know what year was that? 
That was the year um, Jane's Addiction played. Okay. I camped out. Would have been okay. one of the, one with of the Ash last ones. Yeah. We're, we're 14, not 2014 maybe. Was that the one I saw you and Te- when, when I was with Tepper hanging out and we saw you? Yeah, I was probably okay. pretending to be completely sober. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, I used to trip acid and take shrooms before, but I've been sober 25 years from Good alcohol for you. and all that stuff. Good for you. But when I did trip... I like to go out in the woods and be away from everyone because anytime I get too many people around me that weren't on the same mojo as me, it would freak me out. But everyone at Vibes was on the same mojo and the music was fun. True, true. <laughs> well, in my crew, anyway. Well, like, see, I was glad I never was that way at Vibes because I like ran, almost ran over Bill Murray in a golf cart there at Vibes. Oh, yeah. He was hanging out there. Did you hear about Bill no, Murray there? No, this is an amazing story. Yeah, he, Bill Murray was like hanging out on the side and like I was in the back of the media tent and someone came back and they were like, oh, fucking Bill Murray's there. And like the guy at the media tent, um, I forget his fucking name, he grabs the golf cart and I just hop in with him. And then he's like, all right, let's go find him. And so we're like going around into the crowd with a fucking golf cart and he almost hit Bill Murray. Oh my God. <laughs> that was it. And then Roseanne Barr also uh, singing uh, the Star Spangled Banner. At Gathering of the Fives. What? Yeah. When was this? Did not know that happened either. Yeah. Are you sure you weren't on drugs at Fives? <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> no, it was the year John Butler Trio was the headliner, the last Oh, they were the last so awesome. Day. Yep. They Rose were awesome. Roseanne Barr was there? What's that? Roseanne Barr was there. Yeah. Huh? It was the same time that she like uh, got blasted for doing that at the baseball game, singing the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, like, my really God. Bad. That's a throwback. I remember that. It was that time. Yep. Oh. Yet she soldiered on. She kept going. She totally did. <laughs> she totally did. I love John Butler Trio, though. That guy, John Butler, saved my ass because I was that was my first time in the media tent there, and I was fat then. So I was like the fat guy who knew nobody, and PLR was making fun of me, calling me a fat loser. And what I you, saw that post you had, that you made. Yeah, and they were like, you're not going to do anything. you know. They're like, who are you going to interview? And I was like, oh, I'm just I got to go interview Dr. John. And they were like, yeah, we did it two days ago. Fuck you. And I was like, okay. And then all I wanted to do was interview John Butler. Cause at that time I didn't care about anyone else. It was all John Butler. So I'm walking back to go interview Dr. John and he's coming, hopping off, saying, hopping on the right place. It might've been the wrong time. <laughs> Getting ready to get in the golf cart. It took like 20 minutes. And I look over to the left. John Butler's just tossing a Frisbee to himself. And I'm like, Hey man, can I do it? And he's like, I dive No, no, I no interviews. And I was like, Listen, man, I go, everyone back there thinks I'm a joke. They're calling me a fat loser, and I'm the only one fucking in the media tent that actually bought your music that plays it on my internet radio station. So if you can't even do me the honor, what the fuck am I even doing wasting my time at this shitty-ass festival anyway, dealing with this shit? And he's like, they said what? And then he posted a video saying, PLR, fuck you, suck a dick. And then I didn't even interview Dr. John. I interviewed uh, John Butler, and I walked back, and I was like, oh. And they were like, oh, how did it go? And they were all laughing, and I was like, um, I'm never coming here again. And then I showed them the video. I said, but here's a message for you guys. And it was John Butler telling them to fuck off and flip them off. And they were like, awesome. fuck you. And then that's I how I, I cemented myself as a legend there at the media. That's tent. amazing. Hey, PLR, you have a penis on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had multiple penises on their forehead at that time. You know, 
but so many vibes memories i love i love vibes i miss it everybody working there was like family all the artists you know it, it was cool like i loved seeing you tim like i'd be like oh shit man tim's here you know like because you'd be seeing everybody else it's a party in our backyard yeah i mean literally our backyard huge festival yeah so cool and what you said about the timing of it this part of the month yeah i feel the same way where yeah we you're just used to it we've yeah. conditioned ourselves for a decade of that kind totally, of totally you know, totally you just energy. feel it yep you totally feel it um I, That's awesome. I, so many things. Like I, I could tell you. Whitey will tell you this story. Whitey and I got interviewed by like a Fairfield County magazine because they thought we were slightly stupid, and it, it, like we did the interview <laughs> high as hell awesome. after just taking a couple dabs. We had no clue, and they were asking us like, you know, what it's like to be here. And we, they didn't even ask anything about the music. And they're like, oh great, thanks. We're gonna put pictures in. It's slightly stupid. And I'm, we're like, what? And we're like, we're not slightly stupid. And they, they fucked up that interview. And then uh, Willie Nelson's son, Lucas Nelson, I was sitting there smoking a joint with him on the bench outside the media tent, and he was supposed to go in, but we were just smoking a joint there. And then everyone's like, who fucks Lucas Nelson's fucking asshole's not even here? And they're like bad-mouthing and everything. I'm just passing a joint smoking, and he's laughing, and we're laughing. And he's like, all right, man, see you later, and he takes off. And they're like, who was that? And I was like, well, that was Lucas Nelson. You guys just bad-mouthed him and everything, so whatever, you know? So many funny fucking stories at Fives. So many funny stories. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I te- definitely miss it. Um, do you have any festivals coming up that you're uh, planning? Yeah, we got festivals. I don't really know my schedule until the week of, and I'm like, okay, I got to do, oh, that gig. Okay, yeah, all right, that one. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just juggling a lot right now. It's it's quite a busy summer, uh, right. learning the Lotus material, mm. and then doing all the other gigs i have so right. yeah you know i'm playing wednesday bar thursday santana friday is what is friday i should know what friday is two on saturday one on sunday wow wow dude yeah. you're cramming them in there dude it's you a are... hustle but yeah. once i join lotus things are going to change it's you know it's a whole new rhythm and so yeah i want to dial it back because i've been i've been hustling pretty hard for 20 years now yeah timmy right. tour you deserve right. it yeah i mean i can't keep up with timmy I can't keep up. <laughs> Why is he doing this to me? At least you're consistent, Tim, on stage. There's no different wardrobes. Imagine if you had to dress in a different vibe for right. each show, and like you show up at Borboletta and like some tie dyes and shit, and well, that would fit. For no, that, that would one. fit. That would fit. But like, say you're in like uh, some Zappa a goth way. band or a goth band. Yeah, you got black yep. makeup, black black lipstick and shit, and they're like, oh, this is the wrong show, and you're like, oh fuck, you know. <laughs> At least you can wear the same clothes. That is, that's a talent of its own right there. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just a simple, simple dresser. (laughs) (laughs) It's like guitar players everywhere. Just know, you know, black shirt, jeans. Right. That's it. Right, right, right. Nice and easy. Fit right in. Very easy. Very easy. Did you guys have any more questions? Music related, non-music related. Tim, when's your birthday? February 28th, oh. 1979. I'm January 28th. Oh, sweet. 78. Oh, if Lou was here, he would want to do your guys' prenatal charts. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ask you that? No. Ooh, do your prenatal chart. Oh, he's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's going to be listening to this, editing it later. I love you, Lou. <laughs> does, that, minute, does that make you both in Aquarius? No, I'm a Pisces. You're a Pisces. I'm on I'm the Aquarius. cusp. You're Aquarius. Yep. Taylor's Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. I'm a Scorpio. Are you October? October 28th. Oh, wow. We got a lot of 28th. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All three of you are the 28th. 28th. 
That's wow. fucking weird. Freaky. That is yeah. weird. Having a flashback, man. Oh, <laughs> Psychedelic breakfast. No, C three. Fuck you. <laughs> awesome. Oh man. Well, Tim, thank you so much. My pleasure uh, for doing the interview and like coming down and hanging out with us. Um, so much fun. It was an it was an absolute pleasure to get to see you again. Yeah, likewise. And good Absolutely. to meet you. Yeah. Finally. Thank yeah. you for having me. It was very nice to see you again, uh, sober, not screaming another band song during your set of on course. stage. <laughs> of course. I apologize for 25-year-old me. <laughs> so, now don't. we have to do that Wednesday, winning, just like big sign. People are going to be like, what the fuck are they doing, man? I'll be like, yeah, Davey, let's do it. And as soon as you put that sign up, I'm going to turn around. <laughs> no, I'm going to dress up as goth, you know, and like wear a pink shirt and like a pillow in my stomach and just like hop up and be like, winning. And then had thrown off the be like, who's that? It's Goff. Well, oh shit, not Davy Love. I'll sneak off. <laughs> yeah. Knowing me though, if you asked for that song, I wouldn't be surprised if I teased it in whatever we were playing. It's entirely possible because it's just down, 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 down. Gotta put the boots yeah. on. Yeah. So it'd be easy for me, like, hey, I'm soloing and and throw it in. I love doing that stuff. Cool. See, I'm oh, cool. so old that Jen Durkin was trying to sit in with tongue and groove before Deep and Anna Blackout was around. That's old. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Crow Miller. Yeah, and Dave Lavolsi was in that yep, band. Yep, yep. They were bad. Dave Lavolsi. Yeah. He's the man. He I is love the man. Dave Lavolsi. And then that was when Stone Cold was big and Chuck Bittman was a beast on guitars. He actually was going to be in Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then Whoa. they took somebody else. And then he died of a heroin overdose. Chuck did. But he was a Fairfield guy. That's Wait, was that yeah. when Dave Navarro? join for one hot minute no. Era? no no it was right after uh hillel, hillel died. died yep and wow. john frusciante came in yep yep and it was no it was, i think john frusciante was in but then he like was having problems and then they were gonna pull him out it was like the, the, <gasps> air, right. the airplane song like that that album that, that was time. dave navarro yeah yeah that was so, dave so, navarro. yeah so but, they did have they did have another guitar player whose name escapes me who was a band member for like one tour or like 30 days or something like that mm, you yes. just did not jive and he actually he was the story's going nowhere because i totally forget his name well i feel like a bad, <laughs> i'm a bad chili pepper fan right now yeah i can't oh it's a veek marshall that's right yeah i was like, yes gotta, gotta get this gotta get who this was so in. neurotic about having his own space and everything set exactly the way it should be that he actually taped a box for himself on the stage like this was his space don't come into it so you can imagine the juxtaposition during a chili pepper show yeah. right everyone's right. losing their minds on stage and he's like don't come in my box well speaking of chili peppers <laughs> i saw okay that's what she said the, yeah. first, <laughs> the first show i, I saw during the I pandemic you a meatball yeah. there. the first show Sweet. i saw during the pandemic like uh right now when it came out was a college street i saw uh george clinton in parliament funkadelic yeah they just opened it up yeah they they opened up with uh give it away now that was the first Did song they? they play. Oh, interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. Not really. I wasn't too happy about that. Oh, okay. Okay. It's Parliament Funkadelic. Liked... You know, you don't want to like see like some band and you haven't seen anybody in a long time and they open up with a cover. You know, like I mean, he sang me, the whole song. Sla- the... Yes. And wow. then they did a little trip, trip like Southern rap or something like trip hop and stuff. Whoa. Well, yeah. he actually then they played the he classic. He was in after, the studio but... training Anthony Kiedis on his vocals for Higher Ground when they were recording that for. Uh, um, oh my God! Well, that's Mother's Milk. Mother's Milk. Yeah, that's but right. But Freaky Styley, George Clinton did produce their second record. Yes, right. right. True story. 
<laughs> Have you ever read Scar Tissue? Yes. Uh, that's one of my favorite books, dude. Loved it. Yeah. That might be my my number one favorite music autobiography. It was good. It's a great book. You should pick it up. Scar mm-hmm. Tissue. Yeah, and the Flea, and the flea book Kiedis. is good, too. I didn't even know he had one. Yeah, it's called Acid for the Children. Yeah. Yeah. I will definitely check that out. And it's pretty much everything up to the Chili Peppers. Like, he just joins the Chili Peppers when he ends the book. Really? So it's more of a That's awesome. His... That's super cool. I would definitely check that out. They Sorry, were, I'm a huge fan. They were nerd. crazy dudes. Well, no problem. They were crazy dudes. No, they are. They're awesome. They're definitely awesome. Good I times. was talking shit for a while online on their page because, you know, they're guitar player Josh Klinghoffer who's now not in the band Frusciante's back yeah Frusciante's back they just lost that punk funk edge that I long for right right and so I was on their Instagram like you know why don't you get a real funk guitar player like me? And so, like, I, was, <laughs> I don't normally do that ever, you know, because that's completely not in my character to be like that. And they were like, but, look at this guy, Tim. He's got a penis on his forehead. <laughs> that's when, uh, this is amazing. Tim, you just confessed to being a reply guy now. <laughs> I don't know what this means, the reply guy Mary, thing. I don't, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> like, someone puts something up. So, like, there's a reply guy that, like, say, Laura puts up a picture up and just says, oh, it's raining out or something. And someone will be like, oh, I'll bring you an umbrella. You know, it's a beautiful day. Oh, I can walk your cat. Uh, I don't, my cat doesn't have a leash, you know, like whatever. <laughs> Did you say pussy? And then it goes on and on and on. It's all this weird shit. That's Reply Guys. Yeah, he doesn't take a break. He never gives up. Right. Okay. Yeah. Or not, not him, just anyone. They just post, like she'll post something and then uh, someone will post some like real grimy stuff on there that has nothing to do with what the picture uh, or the post is. Got it. Yeah. That's another reply guy. Or there's like the hater reply guys like you did in that, yeah. that post, you know. I know. Those... I was, it was very not like me. I would never normally, but I was just like, I'm sick of this. I want to I be their guitar player. You know? <laughs> right, right. I need another band. And it's, <laughs> okay. might as well be the Chili Peppers. There yes. you go. <laughs> there you go. And then you have the other reply guys like you have that are like, you'll post something about a gig coming up and they'll be like, oh, dude, when's Barbara playing? You know, they're like, uh, this is a breakfast show. This stop. And then they go on and on and fight. Those are the reply guys. Mm. Has nothing to do with your post. You Copy. Know? Yeah. Which I'm sure you've seen a million times. Oh, of course. Because <laughs> I, I know I have. I like laugh at the people's posts on the inside, the reply action that goes on. I always want to put the gif up of Michael Jackson eating, eating the popcorn. popcorn. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it just happened recently because it was like Tim Palmieri of Lotus. I haven't played a gig with them yet. Right, right. So am I really of Lotus just yet? I mean, yes, I'm joining the band. But uh, so, yeah, the reply guys were going back, you know, like technically he hasn't. Well, did he practice with him? He's practicing. He's in the band then. Yeah. Then he's of Lotus. It's like. Well, that's a, that was a funny thing. When I was doing your graphic, I didn't know which band to put up. So I was just like, uh, the first one, I just put Tim Palmieri. And then this one I put, we're recording, I just put Lotus. I wanted to see what was ha- what would happen if I threw the ball up and see like, oh, if they wanted to start a yeah. fight or anything. And sometimes, stop. sometimes your band members in the different bands get in a little beefs with it. Yeah, I saw like, Jordan post yeah, something Jordan, once. Yeah, Jordan. <laughs> is like a massive he'll, reply guy he'll always be the member of the breakfast yeah <laughs> that's what he said so it's like OG. i think it was like an article in uh, live for live music and they didn't put the breakfast in there yeah and then he was like pissed and he put like everyone was like talking about it and like praising you and then jordan's like yeah but it started in breakfast you know <laughs> slide that one in it's there. gonna be okay yeah <laughs> i didn't want to be like did you mean eggs in the morning or you oh, talking God. the band angry emoji angry emoji. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i told him yeah. yeah do you feel that hate coming through the <laughs> you feel it? Yeah. can you feel it no oh my god oh man 
Some well, wild west out there in the internet. Oh, oh yes. it, de- it definitely is. It definitely it's fun. Is. I mean, honestly, the meme game is awesome. Oh, I mean, if yeah. If there's anything to be thankful for with social media, the yeah. meme game is The happening. meme game is mm-hmm. definitely happening, for yeah. sure. For sure. And it's helped a lot of people survive. And it's good to see that you survived the pandemic. And like, like we said before, you know, none of us really are unscathed. To me, I kind of think everybody has somewhat of a PTSD right mm-hmm. now. They just don't know exactly. People are feeling things differently. People are acting differently than they normally would. So People that, certainly are acting differently, that's for sure. Dri- yeah. Driving has got worse. Driving Every- has gotten yeah. worse. And you know what's crazy? Like all those stories you see, uh, especially lately, on uh, unruly passengers and stuff like that. Yeah. Being pulled off flights. Uh, my girlfriend Taylor and I we were just uh, we were coming back from the Caribbean. And um, <laughs> our flight... Our flight from the Caribbean to Miami got delayed an hour because these two women were just like going at it with a flight attendant and it was just like, and then we ended up missing our connecting flight and it was two days later Wow! that we made it out of Miami and back to New York. Wow. That was a Karen, huh? Yeah. Uh, But like fist fight having at it or just uh, verbal? Verbal altercation with arms flailing and Mm. stuff like that. But they couldn't couldn't pull them off the plane or they didn't pull them off the plane because technically we had already gone through customs. We were technically no longer in Curacao. And it's not like – and they didn't want them back. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, please take these women to Miami and then get them on their way back to Charlotte. It's always Charlotte or LAX flights coming in and out of there that weirdly enough that you have all these all these crazy people was it about masks it was about the position of their of their carry-on luggage in the overhead bin oh wheels out and then the flight attendant attempted (laughs) to like to rearrange it and they were not having it however they also didn't know that they had to get a covid test to leave the country so that was another uh that's what kicked it off Ma'am, you got a lot of junk in your trunk and in the overhead. Uh, can you please leave? That would be my joke, and I'd be kicked out of the plane just for that. Yeah. Just throwing a little softball joke at yeah. him. Ma'am, you have a penis on your forehead. Shut the <laughs> fuck up and sit down. <laughs> well, Tim, I want to thank you so much uh, for doing the interview. Everyone Thanks, can man. check him out, timpalmieri.com. Um, and uh, you can see all his gigs. Went Thursday. Check him out at the Levitt Pavilion with Barbaletta. Barbaletta, right? Barbaletta, yeah. Barbaletta. And uh, you have a whole bunch of other gigs. But check out timpalmary.com. Like him on Facebook. Follow him on Instagram. You know. And then, you know, if you want to be a crazy reply guy, do that. Fight over who's in what Groupie, band. You know. yeah. <laughs> Give you him go. some groupie love. Make sure you take showers and shave your armpits. <laughs> and don't wear patchouli. And have all your teeth, please. <laughs> Um. So well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks You're for welcome. thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah, man. Thank you. Um, next week I have no clue uh, who I have. I know I have a couple artists coming on. I have John Popper in a couple weeks. Cool. Um, and then I have uh, Sonia Encanta, who has like a brand new song. Uh, that's been playing all over NPR. It was pretty huge. A chart uh, artist out of Charlotte, and. Uh, some more craziness and Laura you're gonna probably come back whenever you're available right I'm I'm available alright and your book tell everybody about your book you're working on cause oh, you did that Saturday. well my first uh, lady in my book The Divine Feminine it's a photography book about empowering women Taylor who's here in studio uh, was my first lady that I photographed say hello Taylor 
Hi. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's empowering women just, you know, in our sexuality and stuff like that. So it's going to be a year project. I'm going to, you know, keep photographing women and, and making them feel beautiful and wonderful. All right. Yay. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you. We can't wait to see it. And you're welcome anytime. Anytime you're available. I will Thank pick you. up the train. We will do this. Yes. I think it's awesome because it's just like old times. It is. <laughs> it's great. I think we need it because it's helping my PTSD. Yes. You know? Same, same. Um, so thank you and tune in next week.